You're listening to Privacy and Security Insights, brought to you by Picasso. Hello and welcome to Picasso podcast series, episode 10. Today, we are looking at ESG and the role of privacy in ESG. My name is Steve Wright. I'm an advisory board member at Picasso, and I am delighted to be joined by Julia Bondelaber, Head of Global Privacy at Iron Mountain. Welcome, Julia. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for having me today. It's really a pleasure to chat with you and in particular to talk about privacy and ESG. Thank you. And what a great article, Julia. So those uh, of our audience who have clicked through, read the article, some great points in there. And I just really want to talk a little bit to those points. But for those of us who have gone straight to the podcast, what is ESG and what is the role of privacy in ESG? All right. So let me start with ESG. ESG stands for Environmental, Social and Governance. Uh, this is a set of standards that correspond with three main challenges that companies and societies at large face today, which are climate change, human rights and compliance with laws. What we see today is that investors are relying on ESG reports more and more often to make then assessments about non-financial performance of companies. And as we know, that non-financial performance is becoming increasingly important when investors value companies. When it comes to the role of privacy, I guess you won't be surprised if I say that definitely privacy has a role to play in ESG. And even more, we can risk a statement that it may become one of the key ESG pillars in the future. However, today the role and importance of privacy in ESG reporting seems to be underestimated or maybe overlooked. And this is a lost opportunity, we privacy professionals believe, because privacy and governance speak to all three, E, S, and G. And I'm happy to share some of the examples. First of all, good privacy and data governance practices, including data retention and deletion, allow companies to store and host lower volume of data. That in turn has positive impact on lower carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. Another example, transparency and proper management of data subject rights allow companies to build trust and demonstrate their social corporate responsibility. And finally, good privacy governance program allow companies to demonstrate their maturity in how they handle and protect the data. Fantastic. Well, that, thank you, Julia. That was a very comprehensive answer. You've stolen most of my questions, but I'll ask them anyway. So, I mean, you sort of alluded to it there in your answer. So why is it important then, I suppose? Thinking about the audience here are mainly going to be DPOs, CPOs, and Chief Information Security Officers. But why is it important for privacy to be considered part of that ESG strategy? And what are the benefits for the business, for the organizations that that take this approach? All very good questions, Steve. So to start, I think we all agree that data has become a key asset for many Mm -hmm. organizations, and we will see increased generation of digital data 
as we go further, I checked on the internet, it was written that by 2030, we are expecting to have 660 zettabytes of data, which is a huge number, even, I guess, difficult to imagine what it means in terms of volume. Use of AI tools definitely will be one of these triggers which will generate more and more data. What it means is that companies that will have more and more data to take care of, they will have increased responsibilities. And that relates to data lifecycle, to the protection of data from incidents and breaches, but also the importance of good privacy practices that in turn create customer trust. There's so much we do in privacy that uh, speaks to trust. So when we think about sustainability reporting, I think it's one of the ways to keep external stakeholders informed. What is the role of data for a given company? What is the privacy risk profile? What are the opportunities and challenges um, that relate to the data? So that investors or maybe some other stakeholders are aware of what company is doing and what is its value. And if it is done thoughtfully, that piece around the reporting, I think it can be very powerful story tool to tell the story about mm-hmm. how the data is managed by the company, what values it brings, and demonstrate the impact on environment, human rights, and uh, compliance with laws. But also, I think it can be used to hold companies to account that they really deliver on these good privacy practices. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Thank you. That was really clear about the benefits there. And I hope our listeners were busy scribbling down notes. So what are the things that you've alluded to in your short paper and is around the reporting requirements? And this seems to be slightly contentious and I don't quite understand why, but how do businesses report today and what are these challenges about reporting? Yes, so what we see today, and we have done some research around that, is reporting disclosures for privacy, typically offered by the rating agencies, are very minimal or fragmented. And I think this is one of the key challenges. So what we see is that most of the standards were created pre-GDPR, and they don't take into account all that good work that companies have done to establish their privacy programs, to mature their privacy practices. Also, what we see is that most of the measures or metrics used by rating agency focus on quantitative instead of qualitative measures. So typically companies are asked, how many data breaches did you have in the previous year? Or how many data subject rights requests uh, have you managed? And that uh, tells very little about how companies are doing from privacy perspective how they contribute to the ESG. But we also see some good examples. We see some companies which acknowledge these deficiencies around available standard disclosure metrics, and they make voluntary disclosures around their privacy compliance and programs. And in a very smart way, they demonstrate how their privacy practices have positive impact on -hmm. sustainability, how they create trust and how they create value for the organization and the employee. Okay. That was, again, a very clear answer. Thank you. Now, obviously, you're a member of the Picasso Advisory Board. And I know that 
you chaired, along with KPMG and Iron Mountain, a lab on this very subject. Do you want to just tell the audience a little bit about that and what were your findings and results? Yes, definitely. So first of all, Iron Mountain is very proud sponsor of the Picasso Privacy ESG Labs. And this is the lab that we run uh, this year, 2023. We had 10 CPOs, DPOs, and legal councils coming together to research the topic of the role of privacy in ESG. Over six months, we were meeting regularly and we were discussing the problem statement, Mm -hmm. practices, and what we think should change to improve that landscape of reporting around privacy. As a final point, we created a white paper, which includes all that research, examples, recommendations, and that paper is available for download on our Picasso website. Speaking about the recommendations, I think it's important to kind of make a, a, a teaser for the website. First of all, we and people who have been engaged in this lab We believe that there is need to create updated and comprehensive standards for privacy disclosures. Standards that have both this quantitative but also qualitative measure, which allow us companies to demonstrate maturity of our privacy programs and also to some extent help us compare apples to apples. So help us benchmark even on a very high level, but at least speak the same language. The second, we believe that there is room and role to play by rating agencies. These are the ones who are uh, setting out the standards, who are reaching out to companies with questionnaires. I think it's important that they acknowledge that improvements should be done within this area for uh, the good of everyone involved. And finally, we believe that there is room for collaboration and more transparency across the industry like so with the rating agency and i think the work we did with the picasso lab shows at least that element of collaboration and willingness across the industries to come together research and have practical recommendations to improve that report and thank you the um for the benefit of our listeners that's available on the picasso org website and there's a white paper there which you can download So thank you for that, Julia, because hopefully our thousands of listeners today are now rushing to download that paper. So my closing question was for the audience, really. Well, you are (laughs) a privacy officer or a DPO. What advice would you give around better engagement and sort of making that link between privacy and ESG with their stakeholders inside the business. What advice would you give around that? Yes. So first of all, I think I would recommend reading our Picasso white paper. I think it's first of this kind of work that has been done by practitioners for practitioners. And it looks from a perspective of very practical guidance. Mm. And I think as you read this white paper, you can start creating your own story, how your organization through privacy practices, current or future, can meet those ESG requirements. And also, if you are a service provider, you can ask yourself a question, how your services can contribute to your customers achieving their ESG commitments. And once you have that story, I think you are ready to engage internally. One, with your leadership, and that could be done through your regular 
updates or other reporting meetings. And I think what is important here is to educate the leadership and explain that link between the privacy and ESG. I think it's not obvious to most of yep. the people. Yeah. Uh, I have experienced it myself. But mm -hmm. once you go start engaging, I think that link becomes real. The second yep. thing, which I think it's easy to be done and very right, is to become friends with your sustainability team. These are the people okay. who are working with the rating agencies. These are the people who are creating sustainability report. If you are able to tell them your story, the company story, you may get extra space in the uh, report or find other ways to talk about the importance and role of privacy. And finally, I think the point around demonstrating a return on investment, I think it's important that we think how we can explain it internally, in particular to our leadership, that good privacy practices create savings for the company, protect from the enforcement, from claims for damages, and also contribute to ESG objectives. And as a final point, I would just say that these are early days. We are talking about privacy and ESG, and I think we have just started that journey. But I also think that it's the responsibility of us privacy professionals to bring up this topic, have a conversation, and way forward to improve what we believe means improve. Wow. Thank you. Uh, absolutely spot on. Well, so if you're not impressed by those answers, I don't know what, well, I just don't know. So make friends in your sustainability and then ROI. I mean, what a compelling point. So if you would like to read Julia and the Picasso Labs white paper, then please follow the link here below and download it and engage with Picasso. We've got many, many labs coming up in 24. We need more of you to participate. It creates really good outcomes for all of us in this community. So I'd like to thank Julia on behalf of Picasso podcast series. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Steve. It was a pleasure. And this is Steve Wright signing off. Thank you so much, audience. Please stay tuned. Just one last thing. You'll be pleased to know we've had over 10,000 listeners on the podcast series. So that is all down to you, the audience. Keep sharing and keep engaging. Thank you. I'm Steve Wright signing off. Bye-bye.